do the shear of Chav Hei Menachem in the uh, in the Shnas um, Ha'iber calendar. The discussion that's in, we're in the midst of that we're coming from is about the idea of Mamalei Kalalman. In other words, that Hashem gives a secondary level of life to creation in an individuated way. It's limited and it's diverse. Hashem invests life in the world in a way that we're able to experience that life and feel that life because it's not infinite, it's finite. Moreover, it's very individual. Everybody, each creation has life according to its own limitations. This is called Hischalkus. That means the subdivision and Hislapshus, which means that it's revealed. Now, in discussing this, the Rebbe said that in the higher worlds there's greater light and in the lower worlds there's lesser light, but in the lower worlds there's more diversity than in the higher worlds there's less diversity. And then he went on to say that the diversity in the world begins with the number 613, and from the next number 613 it radiates into much, much larger numbers. You know, if I was allowing myself to add, based on other places in Tanya, I would say the next number would be 600,000, and then after that it would be 600,000 times 600,000, which is mentioned in Tanya Pedeklam at Zion. But he added that the diversification the one becoming many in the lower worlds, first 613 and then 600,000 and so much more, begins in Torah and Nisham Yisrael, and then it goes out into the world. Because the, the reason for the world is Torah and Nisham Yisrael. In other words, the world by itself would be called Chitani Yisaratzen, Torah and Nisham Yisrael would be Pnimi Yisaratzen, or the full expression found in Tanya, Chav Gebez and Chav Gimel would be so the reason in the world, the reason the world exists altogether, and the reason in the world you have this kind of diversification, is a symptom of how it is in Nishamas and in Torah. So there are 613 in Nishamas and in Torah, which then multiply into a far greater number than that, and that's the basis for the 613 in the world, and then the far greater numbers than that in terms of diversification in the world. So the Rebbe begins today's shir with the following, Vihine, Shufr the Yankiv. We're talking specifically about Yankiv Avinu. And the Rebbe is going to argue that the diversity that we're describing actually begins in the one person of Yankiv Avinu. In other words, if this Yigeras HaKedosh is talking how you're going from a smaller number to a greater number, the smallest number is one. And from that one, you have 613, and then 600,000, and then 600,000 times 600,000, and so on and so forth. Who represents the one? The answer is Adam Adishin. Adam Adishin is one person that includes 613 Nishamis, or 600,000 Nishamis, and so forth. And the same is true in the Torah. Torah begins with one point, and I guess the one point in Torah would be Anecha Hashem Alekecha, which then becomes 613, and so on and so forth. So the Rebbe says, Shufr the Yankiv, Men Shufr the Adam The Gemara says this that the countenance of Yankov Avinu is similar to the countenance of other Medishan. Now, technically, the Gemara is talking about how beautiful Yankov Avinu was. But in Kabbalah and Hasidus, it means to say that just as other Medishan was one man who is the beginning of all the diversification of Nishamas, first 613 and then 600,000 and so on, and all the diversity exists as a unit, as a unity within the one person of other Medishan, the Gemara says Yankov is the same way. Because Yankov Avinu is one person and he's the father of all the Jewish people. So, in terms of the whole world, Adam Edition is the one which is the source of the many. And in terms of the Jewish people, Yankov Avinu is also the one that is the source of the many.
So Shufra the Yankiv means Shufra the Adam Rishan. Yankiv Avinu's countenance is similar to the countenance of Adam Rishan. In other words, Yankiv Avinu is as inclusive as Adam Rishan is. Just as Adam Rishan includes everybody that's going to come from him in one being, the same is true of Yankiv. And the Rebbe explains what makes Yankiv similar to Adam Rishan. Shatikin Chet Adam Rishan. First of all, Yankiv corrects the original sin of Adam Rishan. And second of all, that Vahois and say Gamkin, just like the soul of Adam Edition includes all souls that are going to come from him, similarly, Yankelavinus Nishame includes all the Nishames, Klulim, because the Nishames shall be Israel, includes all the souls of the Jewish people, Melam Adelam, from one world to the other, whatever Melam Adelam means. So one becomes 613, or whatever it is, one becomes seven. I don't know all the mathematics and the details are not important at the moment, but in, in this again, it's a Kedish that ever used the Lushan. 613, so we'll use that expression. And like I said before, in Tanya, they use the number 600,000 and then 600,000 times 600,000. So Yankiv includes it all as one person. Avinu is a chariot for the Adam Because Tate is also Adam. Just like in Nishamas Yisrael, you go from one to many. The Tate also goes from one to many. In other words, you have one Tate. And then how the Tate has 613 mitzvahs. And then as the Rebbe explained yesterday, how the Tate has an infinite number of halachas. And in that way, Taita is also called Adam. Kameshikas was the Pasuk says, and he brings two Pesukim. Pasuk number one, Vav the Musa Kisei, above the chariot, the seat, is the Muskamari Adam V'gemer. There's the countenance of the face of man. And this, of course, goes on Adam Ha'elian, that goes on, on Elikus, on, on Silus. And I believe that this is the idea that in the human being there is Adam because we, we are in the image of God in quotations. And just like Lamaila, there is this diversification from one to many. The same is true in the person. And then he brings Taita. The second passage is a in Rus that Vizais is Literally, Vizais means this is a tradition that the Jewish people have from before. But Vazayis Lepanim Yisrael in Chsidis means that the Pnimias of a Yid is Zeus. And the Chazal say, Ein Zeus HaTayda V'chulot Zeus is a reference to the Tayda, like it says Vazayis HaTayda and so on. Shoyse Klula Umulubeshes. Benish Mesisrael Saba, that all the Nisham Mesisrael, as well as all of the diversity that exists within Tayda, is all included and manifest in Yisrael Saba. Yisrael Saba means Atzilus, basically. There's Yisrael Deli'ela, there's Yisrael Saba, and there's Yisrael Zuta. And Yisrael Saba is a high madrege in Atzilus, and it happens to be the name of Yankov Avinu. Yankov Avinu's name is also Yisrael. Haklul Mekala Neshamas, which includes all Neshamas. So, the Rebbe brings two psukim that argue that Yisrael, that Yankov Avinu, includes all Neshamas Yisrael, and he has a relationship with all of Torah. So, what we just did was this. We explained that in the lower worlds, there's limited life in a very diverse way. We also explained, we further explained, that the beginning of all this diversity is a unity in Torah and a unity in Hashem Yisrael that are both represented by the person of Yankov Avinu. So the Rebbe now goes back to his original point, and this is why it says, as we started, this again is like off asking the question, what is the meaning of the words that the Abish did? Or Yankel Avinu called the Mizbeach that he built in Beiskel. Kela Yisrael, God, the God of Israel. 
And of course, the question becomes, what do these words uh, specifically mean? Now, of course, there's another pshat in Rashi that malamit yukara kodesh baruch of kale. But this, again, is like, is not going in that direction. In this, again, it's like, this Yaakov is calling Hashem, which means that even though Hashem is everybody's, he has a very special relationship with Yisrael, that he's called, Kael is God, Kama, the God of Yisrael. So he explains. Kael is Lashnam Shachas, Ha'ara, Meirin Seibarachu, Mehalam Alagil. The word El is one of the 30 Midas Arachamim, right? You know that. Um, in fact, according to the Arizal, it's the first of the Midas Arachamim. Um, according to the Arizal, there's two things you have to know about the Yud Gimel Midas Arachamim in order to calculate them. The first is that Hashem Hashem are before the Yud Gimel the hard Yud And the second, that Ve'emes is the seventh, is the middle one. So from Kale till Ve'emes, you have six plus one, and then after Ve'emes, you have six more. So it's Kale will be the first Midah, Rach will be the second Midah, Chan will be the third Midah, Erech and Apayim would be the fourth and the fifth, and the Rav Chas would be the sixth. And then the would be the seventh. Then you would have Neitzah um, Chas would be the eighth, Lalofim would be the ninth, Neisi Oven would be the tenth, Neisi Fesha would be the eleventh, Neisi Chato would be the twelfth, and Venake would be the thirteenth. That's how you would count the Yudgim Midas Rachman. So the first of the thirteen Midas is Kale, and it says all over Hasidus that Kale means Chesed, which means Gilui which is based on Isaiah that every gilui, every emotion has to begin with a gilui. So, kel al Yisrael means, kel means the gilui of al Yisrael. So, the meaning of the word el is ha'ara made in tzayv baruch mehalam ala gilui, to radiate bebechinas gilui in a revealed way b'nishmasi and b'nisham. Kameshikasa, it brings the second pasuk, which is kel avai v'yarlanu. That, the pasuk says Hashem v'yarlanu, right? That Hashem reveals himself to us. So, why does it say the word kel? And of course, the kel means the gili of Hashem, which allows for the vayoyer lonu. So Yankev Avinu calls Hakadosh Baruch Hu Elke Yisrael, His own personal God, but He adds kel Elke Yisrael that Hashem reveals into Him the idea of Elke Yisrael. Then He says of Kol Leif, and not only is it true of the individual person Yankev Avinu, but it's true of all people who have a yashar Leif, a straight heart. So the Rebbe says that means that a, a light from the Ein Seif shines in a revealed way in their soul, even though every creation lives. And if it lives, it's getting chais from the Ebishter, and if it feels that life, that's a kind of giluim. But nobody lives like a Yidu learns Tate and doing mitzvahs, because then he actually feels and experiences the, the, the Hashem, the godliness of his Tate or mitzvahs. And that's the meaning of a Yikir Yisrael, that Yankav Avinu refers to HaKadosh Baruch as his own personal God, who gives him a revelation. And of course, the gift of revealed godliness, which the Ebesh gives Yankav Avinu, is the beginning of that godliness reaching all aspects of Nisham Yisrael and all aspects of the Torah, because they all begin in Yisrael Saba Deliela and in Yankiv, who is Shufr the Yankiv and Shufr the Adam like he said before. And the Rebbe finishes Uzman Gilis at the time for this revelation, in the most powerful and potent way. That the light should shine in a revealed way in the mind and the heart of a Yid. during Davinik, as discussed in many other places. So, this is the end of today's Shir. And what did we add? We added that the beginning of all of this diversity of Tayyid and Shamas Israel is in Yankiv Avinu. 
And we further added that by Yankov Avinu there is the Giloy of Elokus, which has to do basically with Teda and Isham Yisrael, and specifically by a Yid learning Teda and doing mitzvahs. And in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow we'll finish the Sigeras HaKadosh.